You're listening to a podcast from BJSM. I'm with Dr Andrew Murray, and he's the physical activity champion for the Scottish Government. The Scottish Government making a really wholehearted effort to promote health through exercise, sport and physical activity, and Andrew's appointment is an example of that. So Andrew, tell us how you got involved in this field of physical activity promotion, and then we'll talk about the specific things that the Scottish Government are doing. Thank you. My background is as a day-to-day general practitioner, but also as a registrar in sports and exercise medicine. Last year I ran 2,659 miles from Johnny Groves, which is the very far north of Scotland, all the way down through Scotland, England, France, Spain, and ending up in the Sahara Desert. It was fantastic. It was absolutely beautiful. You have plenty of time to run when you're doing that, but you also have plenty of time to think. And it got me thinking, it gave me the opportunity to read about what I do when I got back and certainly I firmly believe, having had the chance to read extensively about it, that physical inactivity is the fundamental public health challenge of our age. Is that important? Now, just a couple of stories about that trip for our listeners because everyone will be fascinated that someone could run so far. Were there any dangerous parts or exciting parts or bits where you felt like giving up? I think for anything to be a challenge there has to be a chance of failure and that things could go wrong. Unfortunately, I did arrive in more or less one piece. I was actually being researched by Cambridge University, which showed that my haemoglobin dropped from 15 to 10 and my ferritin from 200 to 2. So I was struggling a bit towards the end of it and slowing down and getting passed by donkeys and things such as that. But overall, it was a fantastic experience and great fun. I was carrying a lot of musculoskeletal injuries as well, but they all settled down. I think not only does time give perspective, but also mountains give perspective. And Morocco is the most mountainous country in Africa. And you come down actually straight over the Highlands Mountains, slingshot down through this amazing gorge, following a green river of life and eventually ending up in the Sahara Desert where that river just dwindles out. And it makes you think just about exactly what you're doing and what you want to do. My immediate concerns when I get back were to get married. I got married two weeks after I got back. Unfortunately, I made it in time, otherwise I would have been in the doghouse. I really wanted to turn my attention to do as much as I could as a doctor and to try and work out how my experiences from the run and from my experiences as a general practitioner and as a sports doctor could translate to making a difference. So having got back, the run was actually being covered by the BBC for a documentary and was watched, I believe, by our chief medical officer. And this post has come about from my training programme director and the Scottish Government getting together and thinking that it would be a good idea for me to work in the sports and policy unit as the physical activity champion with the remit to increase the awareness of the benefits of exercise and also getting this message out clearly and simply to healthcare professionals. And I've got your business card in front of me and it does say Dr Andrew Murray, physical activity champion, which is a great job description. It's fun and I see myself as very much an advocate It's amazing the work that is already going on in Scotland and I think there is a renewed emphasis on this, especially with the Commonwealth Games in 2014 and the Ryder Cup coming up. To this end, recent developments are that they've made a new national indicator, so they're monitoring data over the next few years just to make sure that difference is being made with the measures that we're putting in place. Our Chief Medical Officer, Harry Burns, is extremely passionate about physical activity, sport. Uh, Shona Robeson, the Minister for Commonwealth Games and Sport, has made it clear that she views physical activity and getting the nation active as just as important as sport and that we do have the Commonwealth Games coming up and a real opportunity for us 
is to not only leave a legacy of Scotland winning a load of medals, which I sincerely hope we do, and I'm confident by the way, but I think probably more importantly, and Miss Robeson says more importantly, is that we leave a legacy of a fitter and a more active nation. And just out of interest on that national indicator, Andy, that's a challenge for all countries. So what is the indicator that they're going to use? The indicator is to raise an awareness amongst the population of the minimum recommendations for physical activity, that's 30 minutes, five times per week. But the key part of the indicator is to actually raise physical activity levels in the population. So currently 39% of the population of Scotland achieve the minimum of 30 minutes, five times a week. We're looking to increase that significantly in the short term, but also in the long term. And by 2020, we're hoping that 50% of the population will be active, which I think will be a significant change. So let's focus on some initiatives that are going on in Scotland. There's momentum, and I think that we're almost at a tipping point. I'm enthusiastic about the subject, and I think a lot of the people that will listen to BGSM podcasts certainly are as well, and I take great inspiration from the work that's being done down south by Richard Wheeler, by various other doctors, but also from further afield. I mean, it's really inspiring seeing the effort and the dedication and the leadership of Stephen Blair, Karen Khan, Mike Evans, what a fantastic video that is. And I suppose what I'm trying to do is to work out what might be effective in Scotland and work with the policy team to implement that. So specific things that we're looking at are the Take Life On campaign. This is a campaign we launched last week, uh, myself and Shona Robeson, the Minister. This is to raise an awareness of the guidelines for kids. So what we're asking kids to do is to get 60 minutes of activity each day of the week. We can't get them to do that themselves, so we're directing this message at the parents. So it's a television, radio and internet-based campaign that looks to inform parents about what the guidelines are for their kids and also present really easy, simple and achievable ways of doing it. And it can be cost-saving. For example, if they walk their kids to school rather than getting the bus, that can save money. A lot of the things don't need any money whatsoever. It can be done in the context of the house, in the local park. And actually, it is interesting you mention Andy Murray because Andy Murray and Judy Murray and Jamie Murray, so the whole lot of them have come together to launch a campaign with the Royal Bank of Scotland called Set for Sport. And that's simple, easy ways that parents and kids can involve themselves in sport and have fun at the same time. And I think fun's a really important thing. We've also been looking at the Toronto Charter and specifically at the investments that work for physical activity. There is a framework in place, but we're looking to, I suppose, adapt our thoughts to take account of global expertise. So active schools are a very good example. 14 million is invested in active schools, giving 5 million opportunities to kids in Scotland. And the population of Scotland is only 4.9 million. There's also legislation going in to increase the amount of physical activity and physical education at schools, so it will be mandatory in primary schools to have at least two hours per week. Within my own job remit, specifically, I've been asked by our CMO and the Minister to work on a few things, the first of which is engaging with healthcare professionals to raise an awareness of benefits of exercise, but also to provide solutions and to take answers forward as to how we can do this. Primary care is a huge area. 97% of people are registered with a GP in Scotland. 88% of the population go to see a GP each year. 
So there's an opportunity with general practitioners, practice nurses, to make a difference. Interestingly, only 14% of GPs when they're surveyed in 2004, and that's the latest data we have, actually knew the recommendations of physical activity for their patients, while over 90% knew the recommendations for alcohol. Physical activity is a bigger risk factor than alcohol, which is amazing that there is such a disparity in these risk factors, and that's something we're looking to address. And also to work out and to educate GPs on the assessment of this, how we can get perhaps a script for brief advice and how they can genuinely make a difference on the ground. We're also looking to put in place some brief interventions and pilot that. Another thing I think is vital is to work out how we can move it into the quality and outcomes framework, which is the way that GPs are rewarded for performance. So making physical activity a part of this, I think, is completely intuitive, given how important it is. I think I mentioned earlier that for something to be a challenge, there has to be an element that it can fail. And there will be setbacks, but I think that it is such an important thing. And the fact that we have had some early wins is that this is something we really can and genuinely do together. And it's fantastic that there is a bit of momentum in Scotland and also, I believe, down south as well. You referred to the Toronto Charter and the GAPA document, the Global Alliance for Physical Activity and Global Advocacy for Physical Activity, and that link is going to be on the website. Andy, are there other specific action items, things that are on the agenda coming up in Scotland in the next little while? Coming back to the Toronto Charter, I found that enormously inspiring that all the experts had got together in one place and shared this information and then disseminated it. I think that's key, information sharing. And the Physical Activity and Health Alliance in Scotland, we're looking, I suppose, to tartanise that and there's a lot of really good stuff that's going on already. So we need to support what's been done already and I suppose just uh, reinforce to the policymakers that these elements that have been successful must be continued. The community-wide programmes. I think that's another really interesting area with the Olympics coming up in the summer, how we can actually just involve the community and get the information out there with the athletes and with the media on the sheer weight of evidence and the benefits that people can get by being active and staying active. There are other things that we're looking at and I think the undergraduate curriculum is key. Work looking at the level of physical activity education in the undergraduate curriculum and the postgraduate curriculum has been done and early indications are that perhaps more could be done. Andy, it sounds to me like in Scotland there's key elements from physical activity, sport, the built environment, researchers and government all pulling in the same direction and it seems unusual because in many countries I'm not sure that the government has really bought into physical inactivity as a problem yet. The government buy-in has been fantastic and extremely important. They've recognised that the argument is compelling. Physical activity is important. They've got clear aims and objectives and we're working at methods to implement these at the moment. So specifically, our Chief Medical Officer, Sir Harry Burns, is extremely passionate about this and is making this happen. The Minister for Commonwealth Games and Sport, Shona Robeson, along with our First Minister, Alex Salmond, always talk about physical activity as being just as important as sport. I think that is key, and I think what we need to do is communicate our vision of sustainably active Scotland to the nation and to make it stick. That's what's going to be important. But certainly the political backing and the backing from our Chief Medical Officer is there. So this is a great opportunity to make a difference. And Andy, with the Olympic Games and particularly the Commonwealth Games in Glasgow, it sounds like there's a chance for athletes to help inform public physical activity as well. Do you think the public gets 
general messages from athletes, or do they think that these people are amazing freaks and they can't really relate to you know, athlete success? Actually, a lot of people involved with the Olympics are completely normal. That's the key thing that I stress when I'm speaking, is that I'm completely normal and the humans are built to run. We've evolved over the last however many thousand years is as persistent hunters. That's what we're good at. So running and being physically active is normal. More latterly, what we've shifted to do is be active through our work. And nowadays, we don't even need to do that. So to get active, we need to do it in our recreation. But there are a number of role models out there that people see as athletes, but the Olympics itself is fun. There's loads of good opportunities for positive role modelling there. I myself am fortunate to be one of the torchbearers. And I've had the chance to go into a few schools and share stories from different expeditions and different trips that I've been on. And for example, one of the most inspiring things was a trip that I did to the North Pole a couple of years ago, accompanying an athlete called William Tan, who's a fantastic international wheelchair athlete. His aim was to be the first man to do a wheelchair marathon at the North Pole. I didn't think it would be possible. We had a chat about it and he just said, well, do you know, I'm going to give it a shot. And he's a deeply religious man. He said, with God, all things are possible. But he genuinely had that fire in his belly. He wanted to do it and he wasn't going to take no for an answer. So it's not just all about elite athletes. It's about the stories and where they come from and the fact that there is normality to it. And there's some amazing athletes out there, but quite apart from that, there's some great stories to be told. And hopefully the Commonwealth Games and Olympics can do that. They can inspire people. They can appeal to their emotions and put stories to the front of their thinking and can have an impact that way. And if the Olympics just inspire someone to walk to the fish and chip shop, is that still useful? Everything counts. Any form of physical activity is better than sitting on the couch. There was a recent TV documentary down south that talked about the couches being the killer. And I think we watch an average of four or five hours per day of television. Mike Evans' point, can you just take 30 minutes out of your day to be physically active is a key one. People say they don't have time. Most of the time that they do, and it's about making that acceptable and building it into their day-to-day routine. So if they can walk to the bus shop, if they can walk to the bus stop, or if they can walk to a shop that's a bit more healthy than the chippy, then so much the better. If it has if it has to be the chippy, then it's better than nothing, I suppose. Andy, I think reflecting this increasing awareness of how big a deal physical inactivity is and what a great solution we have to offer, Conferences are giving it more attention. Are there some good conferences coming up that you want to alert our listeners to? Some fantastic conferences coming up in Scotland in the near future. On the 16th of May, there's the Scottish Sports and Exercise Medicine Conference at Hampden Park. Another really big conference is the World Congress on Active Aging, and that's in Scotland in August. I'm really looking forward to that, as well as the International Conference, the IC Semis Conference, the Pre-Olympic um, conference which again is in Glasgow and it's also interesting I think as a GP the opportunity to input into the Royal College of General Practitioners conference in October and if anyone is going to that I'd encourage them to put all their weight behind the physical activity message there. And do you have a role in ISEMIS or are you going to listen to some of the great um, parallel sessions? I'm talking at ICSEMIS and I'm also organising a fun run for ICMS, which should be great actually I suppose practicing what we preach, getting out there and actually doing it. Glasgow's a beautiful city so there'll be a fairly gentle 2k fun run and then there'll be a 5k run as well and there's some fantastic things to see but I think it's 
I think it's great just to actually not only talk the talk, but walk the walk or run the run, however we'd like to say it. Greg White has done a great job organising that meeting and we'll put the link for ISEMIS on the website. Now, we'll come to some resources um, before we're done, Andy, but uh, you're saying it's good to talk the talk and walk the walk and run the run. So do you have a call to action that you would like to share at this stage? I genuinely think we can all make a difference. And even if it's as simple as sharing the message, something as simple as actually going on to Google Checking out Mike Evans' 23 and a half hours video and sharing that with five or ten people, that can be so effective because that's how the word spreads. That's the single most watched health education video ever, I believe, with more than two million hits. And the reason for that is that it's fun and it's effective and it gets across a really clear message. Even if you can share that, I think that can make a big difference. And there's great traction of this in the UK. There's more than 80,000 views of this already. Sharing this message as well, sharing the guidelines. So in Scotland, what we're looking to promote is a clarity with the guidelines. So 30 minutes, five times a week, or equivalent, is great. And the minimum that uh, adults should really be achieving. 60 minutes a day for kids is fantastic. And this can be achieved in any way, so everything counts. It doesn't need to be running. It doesn't need to be doing anything particularly onerous. But what it needs to be is finding something that's acceptable to yourself, building it into everyday life and sticking to it and not every day will be a winner but certainly will be over the course of your life when you'll uh, get significant health outcomes so I think we can practice what we preach I think that we can genuinely do this ourselves and let people know that we're doing it ourselves but also put that message across to the patients of the sheer benefits and the sheer weight of evidence the benefits that they can get and I suppose not only giving them facts but giving them stories and I suppose appealing to their emotions and finding the trigger that can actually get them from being inactive to being active Great. And sounds like you're saying they should start today. They should. Scotland is an interesting country and we in a way could actually be blamed for an activity. We invented the refrigerator. We invented the television. We invented the telephone. These are all the best friends of the couch potato. We've also invented the bicycle and some great things also. But we need to make a difference and we need to take this forward. Take this message forward. It is genuinely the fundamental public health challenge of our age and we need to tackle it directly. Thanks, Andy. A lot of great advice there and um, practical steps. So we'll put the links um, on the website. Why don't you tell us what some of the links are that you think people should look at? The Mike Evans video of 23 and a half hours is a fantastic resource. I would also encourage people to follow BGSM on Twitter. And my own Twitter account is at DocAndrewMurray. Uh, Dr Mike Evans is also on Twitter Exercise Works is fantastic for up to date information and two key Scottish resources that we're looking to promote are Take Life On Take Life On provides information to parents on how they can get their kids active and keep them active Active Scotland is a website that you type in your postcode and a whole range of everything that's available for physical activity or exercise in the neighbourhood pops up it's fantastic so do check those uh, websites out and send them on to anyone that you think might be interested. I like that. Take Life On sounds like a great idea that uh, may parallel the invention of the telephone and the uh, fridge from Scotland. Andy, thanks for your time today. I know you've got to get back out to champion physical activity. Real privilege getting to know you the last few months and to be able to have the opportunity to visit you in Edinburgh today. Beautiful sunny day over the castle and uh, Arthur's seat. So 
all the best with your recovery from your most recent traffic accident and uh, we look forward to working with you moving this agenda forward in Scotland and around the world. Thanks for your considerable help. It's much appreciated. For more information about this programme and other BMJ Group podcasts, please visit bmj.com.